Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. My name is Daniel, and I am here to help you monetize your passion, build an online business by teaching what you know. All right, welcome to episode 53 of the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in yet to another episode. I'm very excited to do this episode today. Episode 53 is going to be all about how to start a music knowledge business, how to start an online business as a musician, as a composer, as a music producer, so you can teach others on how to do that thing that you do, that talent, that skill that you have already, right? We all have a skill uh, that we possess, whether you are a drummer, a guitarist, a piano player, maybe you're in a band, maybe you're a guitar teacher. It doesn't really matter what a part of the music uh, industry you're in, you can turn that knowledge into a successful online business. If you're new to the podcast, my name is Daniel, and I have created a six-figure online business teaching what I know. I teach musicians on how to get started in music licensing. Stockmusiclicensing.com is my brand. I started with a YouTube channel, sharing my journey online many years ago. Uh, just pretty much just documented what I was doing as a stay-at-home dad. And if you're new to the podcast, please go and listen to all the other episodes of how I got started uh, as an online entrepreneur, as a musician. So if you're a musician, this episode is for you. If you are in any way, shape or form um, involved with music, this episode is for you. And maybe if you have flirted with the idea of creating online courses, or you have maybe, maybe uh, come across this this thing of online courses or, or even a YouTube video of somebody teaching on something about music making and you thought to yourself, I can probably do the same thing. I know I can do it better, right? Then this episode is for you. Now, a quick recap. I started many years ago as a stay-at-home dad, a musician. I am a guitarist, so I have uh, a little home studio right? Probably like yours. And I have a, a whole bunch of guitars. Uh, I have a background in music. I played the guitar from an early age. I've been in bands. Um, I went to study sound engineering uh, when I was growing up. And uh, I got a job in a recording studio. So um, I, I've been involved with music most of my life. When I moved back to the place of my birth, London, England, when I moved back to the UK, I got a job um, uh, working in retail, working in a guitar shop for many, many years. So I was very fortunate to get that job, actually. Uh, even though it was just working in a guitar shop selling guitars, I managed to to really enjoy life uh, and at a crucial point in my life, right, uh, as a musician, uh, going back to the place of, of, of my birth. And when I say that, if you're new to the podcast, I was born in London. I was born in England, but I grew up in Venezuela, uh, uh, growing up, my family, my heritage, right, is all my family is from Venezuela. But I, I, I was born in England, but I grew up in 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 Venezuela. My my parents were were traveling. My mom was was studying abroad. She she studied in England at the time of my birth, and then we moved back to to Venezuela. I say back because that's where she comes from. Um, and then we went to to Canada. I lived in Canada for many years. Uh, when I was a kid, I was a typical Canadian boy in the early 80s. I was into hockey. 
you know, I I have different um, uh, things going <laughs> going on in my life, and then went back to Venezuela again, and and then I I always had this idea of going back to to England, to the place of my birth. So it, especially if you were growing up in Venezuela, in South America, and you know people, you know, as you growing up say like, well, you're so, you're so, uh, you know special in a way because you were born in England, right? The Beatles and all of this, you know, the perception of people in South America about England and London is quite, you know, something else. So I grew up with this thing in my head and I said to myself, one day I will go back to the place of my birth because we never went back, not even to visit. We never went back to just, you know, uh, just just because, right? Like to travel, it just happened. That's what happens in life, right? So I was born and I just grew up in a in a different country, um, and like that was not enough. I I moved to another country and then came back again to Venezuela. Anyway, so to just to cut the story short, I I found music when I was in my early teens, right? And I and I discovered the guitar, and and I was really passionate about that. So I did all of my studies and everything, uh, all of my my musical. Uh, career or foundation was back home in Venezuela. So I really, I had everything back then, okay? I had a band, I got my friends, my studies, I had long hair, I was working in a recording studio, everything was set. I was living that rock and roll life that I always wanted to live. And I was uh, rebelling against the system because all of my friends were, you know, they went to university to study, I don't know, engineering or, or law or, or whatnot, you know, philosophy and all of this. And, and, and here I am, a long hair, uh, you know, following my, my dream, my path, and, and to get a job in a recording studio at such an early age, way before I graduated, by the way, I didn't even have my diploma yet, I didn't have my degree in hand, but uh, I knew the guy in the recording studio, so I, I, I found myself in a very a fortunate position, uh, but sadly, I, I left all of that in, in favor, well, not in favor, but I left all of that life that I had built in, uh, at that point, I'm in my early uh, 20s uh, to go to, to England, right? And, and that's where my life changed completely because I, I went back to the place of my birth. That's where I met my wife, right? And uh, my, my daughter was born there as well, right? And now I'm here in Greece. This is like a quick recap, okay? So when I come to Greece, it's kind of like the same story. Like my, my whole life has been a, a whole set of events, of packing my bags and leaving to another country and start all over again. So this has been a theme of my of my life throughout, right? From the moment that I was born in a place, I go somewhere else, then pack your bags again, going somewhere else, going here, going there. And and it's just been nonstop. So now as I am recording this podcast episode, uh this po- this particular podcast episode, I've been living here in Greece for the last 12 years and and I love Greece. Greece is my home. All right? And I have my, my lovely Greek wife. I have two beautiful daughters. My first daughter, Feather, was born in England. And she's been raised here, pretty much. She's a classic uh, Greek-English uh, girl, actually. You know, it's a very similar story like mine. And she's a beautiful girl. She's, she's an artist as well. Uh, she's going to blow your mind. I mean, she's going to blow the world's mind for sure because she's a fantastic uh, painter. I mean, she's just beyond anything that I can possibly have aspired to be myself in my own music and with my own art. And my beautiful daughter, Melina, as well, she's four years old. And, um, you know, it's just been one of those things in my life, these themes of, 
of packing my bags and moving to a different country has been a, the constant thing. But now, I've, uh, now that I have a family and, and, and I'm settled down, really, um, I really feel passionate about teaching everything that I have learned along the way and how I got to a place of how do I, I, I became somebody that was passionate about music making to now running an online business. I'm still a musician. I still play the guitar. At the end of the day, I will always be a guitar player. I will always play music, even if I make no money with music. To this day, um, what I do now is so many things, and I want to share with you how can you uh, build your own online business if you are a musician yourself, okay? So to fast forward to a few years ago, uh, when we moved from the UK to Greece, I found myself uh, in a foreign country after a failed business with my eldest daughter, Fedra. And I was just at home trying to find, figure it out, see what I was going to do. So I, I was searching online on how to make money as a musician. And while being a stay-at-home dad, my wife was the main breadwinner at the time. She had a corporate job. She found a job uh, very quickly after we relocated from the UK here to Greece because of we were it was in the midst of the Greek crisis. If you remember Grexit, right? This is way before Brexit. Uh, this is back in uh, 2011, 2012, I believe it was. You know, here in Greece, it was a there was a, some hardship. We moved right there in the middle, and this was just like difficult times. So, anyways, I'm at home with my daughter, and thank God my wife managed to get a job. Uh, very quickly and uh, but you know it was tough times I, I, uh, financially it was very tough but most importantly psychologically for for us as a family and for me as a man not be able to provide for my family was really tough so uh, I stayed up be behind with a kid and uh, that's where the whole journey started I started to look for ways to make money with my music and I came across music licensing I have always been passionate about composition I love composition I know how to write music so uh, I came across this, this website, so royalty-free libraries like Pond5 and Odie Jungle, and that's how it got started, really. I started to compose a few uh, tracks, and I uploaded them there, and this music is used in licensing, right? Um, meaning that this music is used for maybe for podcasts, uh, it could be used on YouTube, TV, film, you know, it's basically media, so that's how I got started. So I started to earn money like that. And that's the first time that I have earned any money online. And uh, next thing brings to another, I started to share my journey online, right, on YouTube. And next thing I know, I'm building a small audience and then I'm teaching about what I'm doing to other composers and other musicians that want to get into that. Uh, fast forward to today, this has become a six-figure online business, which is comprised of courses, membership, coaching programs, uh, workshops, uh, music, a review, and whatnot. I mean, there's so many things and so many aspects of this business, but it's all, it all started because I was sharing my knowledge online. So if you are a musician, let's say that you're a guitar teacher, and let's say that you teach the guitar, right, in person, uh, or even if you do it one-on-one uh, -on -one via Zoom or Skype or whatever, Okay, we, we have seen plenty of that after the pandemic. As I'm recording this, it's October. Actually, it's not October anymore. It's November of 2022. You know, this year is going very, very fast. I can't believe it's already November 2022. Uh, but, you know, if you teach the guitar, for example, in person or online via Zoom, that there's only so many 
people that you can teach at any given point, okay? So if you're a music teacher in that sense, then you need to transition or you need to start building your business online, okay? Because that knowledge that you have, you're pretty much just only teaching a certain group of people. Even if you get them into a room, let's say that you get a whole bunch of people into the room and you still teach them, it still requires a lot of your time, right? And you're still trading time for, for money, really. And now, the best way that you can uh, get started, if that's the situation, I'm just giving that as an example, right? Because I have met many, many clients, obviously, that they're coming from the stock music licensing brand, that they want to learn about music licensing, that they want to transition not only from making music online and learning about music licensing, but they themselves are involved in music in other areas and they want to jump in into the whole online course creation. So that's why I'm doing this podcast episode as well. So the thing is that in order to transition into the online world, first you have to start creating content. That's number one. That's the pillar number one of online business. Okay, create content online. Now, YouTube is the best place to start. So you create videos. Let's say that you're a guitar teacher. So you start to create those same things that you're teaching in person or via Zoom to somebody You can make a video and put it online. Now that video, that lesson is there. It's evergreen. And evergreen, what it means is that that video is now online on YouTube for anybody that wants to learn about that, right? So let's say that you're teaching somebody how to play a song. I don't know, whatever, a Beatles song, okay? Because that's what they want to learn. And, you know, they hire you as a guitar player, as a guitar teacher, sorry. And, okay, you teach the fundamentals, but like, hey, I grabbed the guitar because I want to learn how to play the, the Beatles songs, whatever song, right? Uh, you can create a video about that particular lesson for beginners. And if you put that in a YouTube channel that is aimed for people to learn how to play the guitar, then you can slowly start to build content online and people will start to watch your videos. Then that way, obviously you will build a small audience and eventually you will build some connections with your audience and they will keep coming back to you if you start to release videos on a regular basis. You will get immediate feedback from that audience that wants to learn from you, the guitar teacher. Now, this applies to anything, all right, in the music industry, whether you're in a band, whether you teach about music production, right, you teach about mixing and mastering, Uh, Or in my case, I was teaching about music licensing, how to get your music, how to record and make music to upload it online and sell it, right? Sell a license to a podcaster or a YouTuber. That's how I got started. So, but the best way to do it is by creating content. So you need to be very clear of how you're going to start doing this. So you need to first brainstorm of what you want to do, okay? For me, it was a no-brainer to say, hey, I'm documenting my journey. So for me, documentation was very important. And what that meant for me is that I was sharing my journey as a stay-at-home dad, vlogging. That's how I started my journey. Then the tutorials came a little bit later. But if you go to my YouTube channel, if you go to Stock Music Licensing on YouTube, you're going to find very, very little tutorials. And by that, I mean that I'm not teaching that much on how to make the music, right? Because my strength is in storytelling, in sharing what I'm doing. That's something that I'm very good at, and that's something that I develop uh, just by doing, okay? 
I had no plan. It's not like I sat down one day and said, I'm going to talk endlessly on YouTube about my journey as a stay-at-home dad trying to make money with music licensing. That's not what happened. I just grabbed the camera and I started talking because I was lonely, <laughs> right? I was a lonely dad, stay-at-home dad with a kid, right? And when my wife will come back from work from her nine to five, I will just, you know, being all day at home, taking care of the kids and, you know, dealing with, with you know, with stuff, you know, house stuff. And at the same time, I was making my music, try to get this thing rolling. And as soon as I saw the opportunity, I, I went for it. But then when my wife will come back from work, I will just bombard her with all of my ideas and about libraries and listen to this track. You know, it's, she's my wife. She doesn't care about this thing. So she very kindly suggested that I should put that energy somewhere else because I, I, I can be very obsessive with certain things. And when I found music licensing, I certainly went very, very, very obsessive with it. I said no to everything else. And I just said, I'm going to focus so much on this that this is exactly what I, I want to do in order to earn money. And, and I did. It was not easy for me, but, but I did. So I started my YouTube channel by sharing that. And literally, I just grabbed my camera and I said, like, hey, I'm here. I'm just getting started and I do music. I'm a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> subscribe to my channel that's it and then everything started to take shape uh slowly uh eventually i changed the name of my youtube channel to stop music licensing uh because it, it had a different name uh, i built a small audience i was attracting uh, fellow composers and people from all over the world that wanted to learn from me eventually i got asked do you have any training about this and i felt so bad because i didn't and i didn't want to teach i didn't want to you know i i refused for the longest time to just create uh, tutorials like the ones that I will see online because it just wasn't my thing. But then I I felt like I was letting my my audience down. So I had to learn about how to record my screen, meaning that I can record the sessions that I was uh, working on, you know, when I'm doing the music and all of this. And, and I, I really felt, I really felt a little bit... Uh, like an imposter. I don't I know a lot of people feel like this. This this is true in any industry, not just musicians. A lot of musicians, I'm talking about musicians here because I am a musician and I deal with a lot of musicians uh, that they want to create an online course. Is that they, they suffer from this imposter syndrome because they feel like they're not good enough, even though they're very successful in some areas of music, you know. For example, you could be a guitar teacher, an amazing guitar teacher in person, and but you still feel like an imposter because now you want to put yourself online and you're, you're afraid that people are going to see you, right? You're, you're afraid that your fellow musicians and fellow, you know, uh, uh, in your industry are going to see you like, who are you to put yourself out there online and, and start sharing your knowledge? This is very common. You know, I, I've been there. I, and, and, you know, the, there, there's no easy way into, into getting rid of this. That the best way to do it is just by ignoring that fear and then just go for it. But that imposter syndrome, I, I know it's real. So for me, when I started sharing my journey, uh, there were already people in that industry, in the music licensing industry, like sharing their journey, and they're way more ahead than me, uh, very successful doing that thing. Uh, but that didn't stop me. I, I just said, you know what? I have my own spin. I have my story. Uh, I'm me, you're right, Daniel, the storyteller. You know, I told you a little bit of an intro. Uh, in the intro of this podcast of uh, how I got started. Uh, I, I, I'm sure I can do this. I can do this my way. And that's exactly what I did. So I invite you to do things your way, which is the pillar number two 
of how to build a music uh, knowledge business, right? So get the content online. That's number one. But number two, be yourself. Be you. It doesn't matter if other people are teaching what you want to teach, okay? Whether you're a guitar teacher or a music producer or even if you are one of my listeners, if you are listening and you're coming from the stock music licensing brand of mine and you want to teach on how to do stock music, which is what I do on stockmusiclicensing.com, you are welcome to do that as well, right? That is, there's, every, there's, there's enough for everybody, Okay, I have coached fellow musicians and composers, okay, who have started their own online course business, their own memberships, okay, their own YouTube channel, build an audience, and we are friends, we're colleagues. You know, they have seen what I what I have done. Uh, the only reason how that they found me online was because of the YouTube channel. They see what I'm doing. They jump in and do that thing, and then they want to do the same thing, right? Meaning that they want to create their own online courses. They want to build their own uh, private communities, private membership. So, But today, I have clients who are not only learning from me about music licensing, but from other people as well, which happen to be friends and colleagues who I have coached. And the beauty of all of this is that those clients of mine people that are coming from the stock music licensing community or camp or or brand, if you will, and if you're one of them, I salute you. I really appreciate you. They want to do online courses. They want to build a private community. They want to get their content online. They just don't know how to start because it's this whole fear, this whole insecurity. And the best way to get over this is just be yourself online. If you don't want to show your face on camera, it really depends what you want to teach, okay? Because if you're a guitar teacher, most likely you're going to have to show your face, right? Because you're going to have to show you know, how to hold the guitar and how to put your hands in the guitar and whatnot. But if you're teaching about mixing or music production, then most likely what you need to share is just your screen, your session. So really you don't need to be there, just your voice and just show your session of what, what exactly you're doing. So there's ways around this, but a lot of people have fear of talking on camera. They don't know exactly what to say. They don't know how is it going to sound. Uh, nobody likes the way they sound, by the way. I, I, don't, I can't stand the way I sound, right? When I do these podcast episodes and I listen to them back and, and I edit them and all of this, uh, even though I don't do much editing anymore with my podcast, I try to keep them uh, as raw as possible. Uh, still, nobody likes the way they sound, right? And the same is with video. When you when I record a video for YouTube, I, I don't you know I'm not a hundred percent happy with 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 the way I look, but I'm confident enough to just put it out there. That's it. You know, you just have to live with it. You know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you know, you must be able to say, you know, I like myself, right? I know it sounds a little bit silly, but you have to. I like myself. You know, I appreciate myself. I'm I, I'm okay, man. You know, I I have what it takes. If somebody else is doing it, I can do it too. That's my whole motto. So when you want to start building your online business, music business, you need to get clarity. What exactly you want to teach? You want to teach about music production. You want to teach about how to play the guitar. Okay, let's go back to, to what I am doing right now. Okay, so I'm teaching about music licensing, but I know about music, right? I could easily have been teaching guitar, right? I have always been a guitar teacher, 
in one way or another uh, as I was growing up. In, in fact, my my last guitar lesson that I gave, the last time I taught somebody was right before I got started uh, in music licensing because it was a quick way for me to just uh, get money, right? I, I know how to play the guitar. I know about music, so I can teach somebody how to make, uh, how to grab the guitar and get them going. And But I never saw it as a as a way of like direction for my career. But I could have easily done that. I could have easily said like, you know what? I can teach people how to play the guitar. Uh, but I didn't, okay? Uh, I know a lot about music production, mixing and mastering, you know? Uh, you don't need qualifications for this, by the way. You just do it and you just show what you're able to make. Uh, but I did go and study sound engineering. I worked in recording studios, so I know everything about music production. That's another skill that I have. So it's still within the music uh, industry, if you will. I could easily have created content around mixing and mastering. This is a very popular genre in the online world, right? All you have to do is just type in, in Google or, or YouTube how to mix your tracks or how to get a better mix of your music or how to produce your music at home, how to record your music from home, all of these things. You know, I could easily just have stayed there. That's another way to put it, okay? Another way to do this as well, it would be to, hey, how to, I don't know, how to be a musician, right? How to just share your, your music online, like put it on Spotify. How to create, you know, demos for your band or whatnot. You see where this is going. So all of these skills that I have, I can probably, could have gone in any of those directions. It, it doesn't really matter what direction I will have taken because at the end of the day, Music is music, and all of the skills that I have as a guitar player, as somebody that knows how to make music, uh, as somebody who has been in bands, has worked in recording studios, uh, I'm a true believer in mindset. So I could have been a music uh, mindset coach, right? And and I do focus a lot on the mindset, a lot of on inspiration, lifestyle as a musician, right? So I, I don't... I didn't uh, sat down at any given point when I was creating my, my music business and, and consider this. I was just literally documenting what was happening in my life. And because my passion is making music on my own, meaning that I don't want to tour. I don't like to do gigs on the weekends down the pub or go and do concerts with a band. I don't like to collaborate with other musicians, at least at, in this stage in my life. right? I don't want to be a rock star anymore. Like the, the way I thought I wanted to be a rock star. I don't want to go to recording studios and work in recording studios anymore, right? Now we can do this from home. I want to be from. I want to work from home. I want to be at home making my own music. I want to have full control, full responsibility. I want to grab my guitar, record it, and then upload it and sell my music. So music licensing was a perfect fit for me, and it still is. I still do that, right? I don't do it as much as I used to back in the day because I have grown so much out of that business, right, by becoming an educator and running an online business, and now this brand where I'm teaching others on how to build their own online business, how you can build your own online business. So you see an evolution uh, and different steps that I have taken in order to get to where I am today, but it all started with music, okay? So you see how this whole thing fits. So for you, that you are either the guitar teacher, whether you're the guitar teacher or you're playing in a band, or maybe you're doing both, right? I have met so many clients who are doing these things. 
they're actually a music teacher, but they, they play in an orchestra or whatever, or they play in a band, or they're a drummer here and they play something else over there. You know, people, we musicians, we are involved in so many other things, right? That's how I got started as well in music. I did so many things. I wanted to get involved, not only as a guitarist in a band, but I wanted to know how to learn how to record my own demos. And that's why I went to study sound engineering, you know, and I, and I, and I got gigs as somebody who worked, you know, in studios because of that. So I could just play an instrument, but I can record as well. So whatever it is that you do as in the background uh, as a musician, either teaching or playing or probably both, and you've been considering this, like, hey, how can I build an online business online? How can I do what others are doing? How can I do what Daniel is doing? You need to identify exactly where you want to focus your energy and how can you be so passionate about that that you could do this for free, right? And 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 wait for it because I know that you're you're thinking about like well, but you said it for free. How, what do you mean by making it for free? You, we're, we're talking about an online business, yes, exactly. But first, you have to give a lot of things for free, and this this is where the content comes into play. You need to be able to put in the time to create content online. So you start with YouTube. So if I was coaching you today, the first thing that I will say is. First, create content on YouTube, okay? That's number one. Create a YouTube channel that is going to be focused on how to learn, you know, whatever. How Learn how to play the guitar. Let, let's just stay with that, right, for now. And then you will just create different playlists, right, with different videos on how to uh, learn how to play the guitar. Another one will be cover songs, right? Like how to play famous songs, like from the Beatles or whatever, you know, popular songs. People want to learn how to play the guitar because they want to play their favorite songs. Full stop. Okay. Uh, another playlist will be about you know, uh, tip tips and and tricks, right? On, on, on practicing the guitar, how to improve. You know, so you create different playlists on YouTube and you create a body of work where people can actually can start consuming your content and they can start to really learn from you for free. This is for free. Right at this point, that's how you're gonna start building your business. You don't create a course yet; you just build an audience. You need an audience in order to sell an online course, to sell your services. Right, so you're building your reputation, you're building your authority. This is the key word here. You want to become an authority in the online world in your industry, and the way you get to become an authority is by putting yourself out there. The more that you're not out there in the online world the less of an authority you are because you have nothing to show for. So you create content on a regular basis as a minimum one video a week. More will be better. You have to think that the online world is so big and so vast that you want to be out there and you want to be showing up in people's uh, feeds, right? Uh, on YouTube, you want your videos to be recommended in your industry. So you're, if you're teaching how to play the guitar, you want to make sure that your videos appear next to other people teaching how to play the guitar. Now, here's where the, the imposter syndrome is going to kick in because then you're going to see other people that already have YouTube channels for years. They have millions of subscribers and they're really successful doing exactly what I'm telling you here that you want to do, right? They have the online courses. They have the private membership sites. You know, they're making money already. You know, you want to replicate that and it's totally possible. But you can't compare yourself to where they are today and where you are starting out, right? But the mere fact that you're just showing up, your video shows up next to one of their videos is good enough. And that's what the internet does, 
Okay, so that's a really important thing for you to consider that it doesn't matter who else is out there teaching that thing that you want to teach. Because actually, that's a good thing. You want to be able to find people that are doing that thing that you want to do. Because if you can't find somebody out there doing exactly what you want to do, then there's a possibility that there's not a lot of demand for that. Okay, so you, you appear in, in search engines. You start to, to be recommended by similar channels. Your audience, you know, watches your videos and watches other people's videos. That's totally fine, you know. I got clients who watch my stuff. Right in the music licensing world, where I teach musicians about music licensing, they watch my stuff. They're clients of mine. They're also clients of my my friends, right? My colleagues who have to exactly do the same thing. Okay, and and I have and I have coached them to do the same thing. By the way, so I want you to snap out of that uh, scarcity mentality. Here I am telling you that I have coached friends and colleagues of mine on how to set up a YouTube channel in a private membership community with online courses, right? I have literally shown them exactly how I've done it and they have done the same thing, okay? And I have clients who are purchasing my courses and my products on music licensing and they have also become clients of my friends and colleagues. This is totally normal, right? Now you might say I am creating competition, but this only comes from a scarcity mentality. I have told my friend, you know, to, that I have created a production uh, music academy teaching exactly about the same thing about music licensing. And I have another person as well who is uh, a friend as well doing exactly the same thing, even with the same names and everything. This is what people want to do. This is what people are trying to replicate. And they're following the same blueprint, YouTube channel, a podcast, and sharing what they have learned along the way. Okay, so try to snap out of that scarcity mentality because there's enough for everybody. Okay, there's enough for everybody. What you want to do is do you. You want to share. You want to get out of that scarcity mentality that somebody else is already teaching how to play the guitar better than you or that you're just going to jump in into a, something that is overcrowded or oversaturated. Right? We need to get rid of this uh, kind of lingo from our vocabulary. Nothing is oversaturated when it comes down to online business and when it comes down to you because you are you, right? I have my own online business. I teach music licensing in a particular way. The same is with here on this podcast, with this brand, where I'm teaching about online business. You know how many people are out there teaching about online business? That's that's really saturated. But here I am today putting myself out there and say, if you want to learn about online business and you want to build your knowledge business. My name is Daniel. Okay? If you want to monetize your passion and build an online business by teaching what you know, my name is Daniel and I'm here to teach you how I've done it. Right? Come with me. You know, I'm expecting you to go and check some other people. I have many mentors as well. And I, you know, it's, it's perfectly normal. So I, I don't go to this space of online business with the mentality that is already very saturated. There's a lot of people teaching about it. There are already people that are really successful. Actually, my motto and my mindset is like, if this guy can do it, I can do it too. I have my own story. I have my journey. I have something to show for now, actually. Now I can talk about it. Now I can say to you, like, say, hey, I have built my knowledge business, teaching others, right, uh, about this. Go and check me out over there. I have a YouTube channel that I've been running for many years. And you can actually do that now. 
you can actually go into YouTube and go to Stock Music Licensing uh, on YouTube and go and watch my first video. See how it all started. So there's a body of work now. And that's how, I all, that's how it all started for me, not only as a musician, as a stay-at-home dad, but to where I'm at today, right? The, the, the sequence of events have brought me to this point in time, talking about online business, because I am passionate about online business. That's the reality of it. That's another skill that I have as a musician. So if you're a musician, and, and I don't call myself a musician anymore, like I, I don't call myself a guitarist. I don't call certainly I don't call myself a podcaster or a YouTuber. I'm just Daniel. I know I know a lot of musicians struggle with this identity crisis. I was uh, talking to somebody yesterday. I was coaching somebody, a very talented musician, and, and I was mentioning this. I know that musicians suffer this uh, identity crisis, like they want to be a rock star or they want to be the next uh, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer is a famous composer for film, if, if you're not familiarized with it, this this uh, person. Uh, they want to be, you know, uh, a famous singer, or they want to be a singer-songwriter. They want to be an artist on Spotify. You know, they want to do something like that. So when they flirt with the idea of online business, or they want to get into the online world, they really feel like, well, do I really need to learn about email marketing? Do I really need to learn about positioning? Do I really need to become a content creator? I just want to do this. Yeah, but you're 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 talking about that you want to learn about online business, that you want to teach online business, you want to create an online course. You know how hard it is to create an online course, how hard it is to create content online. You know, so unless you love it as much as you love music, then it's not going to happen. For me, when I started this journey of creating YouTube videos, that's how I started. I got so high by just creating the videos. I, I, I was happy with that. I didn't need to just go into the online course thing. But then one thing led to the another. And then when I start, started learning about an audience building that already had an audience, and I started reading about what other entrepreneurs were doing, then I, st I said to myself, like, I understand this. I already have an audience. I already have a YouTube channel. So all I need to do is just learn about email marketing, positioning, how can I create a course, right? How can I be more focused and be more serious? I learned from a fantastic uh, coach. His name is Graham Cochran. He runs the Recording Revolution. That's how he started. And uh, I became part of his uh, private membership when he launched it, uh, the Six Figure Community. And Graham has helped me so much. And if you're from the music uh, side of things and you're following me here, which most likely you are, you probably know Graham. So I learned a lot from Graham in the beginning. Uh, that's how I kind of like, you know, consume all of his content. I became uh, one of his students. I shared my, my numbers with him uh, on my first uh, online um, launch, my first course launch. It was just a fantastic, it was a success, right? But I, but I followed what he was doing along with other people that they were in different industries, by the way, the fitness industry, for example. But it's the same model. It's content on YouTube a landing page, a funnel, some emails, you know, a lot of my course, and then customer service and all of this. This is a whole different world, man. So if you're not ready for it, you need to really, uh, you know, either stop listening right now or carry on. But when I got started and I learned about email marketing, I got really, like, into it. I mean, I said, like, I understand this, okay? I, I get it. 
When I understood about content creation and call to action and funnels and how to connect with others via email, I kind of got so excited about it. I'm like, this was completely new. I'm like, how am I going from making music to thinking about writing emails about making the music, right? And the same is here with this brand now. I'm talking about just business. This could be applied to any industry. It just happens that I'm talking to you uh, right now today about how to build a music business with your knowledge. So uh, a lot of people, and I'm saying I'm only saying this because a lot of people uh, that are musicians that build an online business with courses and stuff, they feel very overwhelmed. They say to me like, so what, I'm supposed to write an email every week? I'm like, yeah, you're supposed to write emails every week to your email list. That's how you run the business. (laughs) So I hear this all the time. You know, that's how that's how we do it. That's the secret. There's there's no secret. You you will become somebody that needs to write emails. You you better like it because if you don't like to write emails, this is going to be a lifestyle. So for me, to to coach other musicians that want to get into this uh, online business. A world, I, I very uh, examine uh, their mindset and where they're at and, and what exactly is it that they want because there's nothing more common than a, than a musician saying to me, I have created an online course, so I guess I just have to share it on Facebook and on social media. And I say, good luck to you. Let me know how it goes. I mean, you can't do that. That's not what you do. And, and please, don't get me started with ads, all right? Don't, do not get me started with ads. How many people create something, either it's a coaching program or an online course, they have no digital footprint, nothing to show for, but they spend money on ads, all right? And this is something that I'm going to talk more in detail on a future podcast episode because this really gets me wind up of the amount of people who are being misled and being told that if you spend money on Facebook ads and, and whatnot, uh, you can just put yourself out there. It, it's just not going to work. And you're spending money before you even make money. You know, you're, you're violating one of the rules of like, you know, you don't start an online business like this. You can start an online business with zero cost. You can start an online business by just putting yourself out there first, but you're not willing to do the work because you want a shortcut. You've been told by somebody else that by just creating an ad or by just creating that online course first and then share it, on Facebook, somehow you're going to become successful. It's not going to happen like that. You're, 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 you're pretty much avoiding the hard work. And the hard work is to commit to content, content marketing, content creation. You need to share your content online for free. We have all these platforms which happen to be free. You know, you don't, you don't pay to upload a video to YouTube. So you could, technically speaking, upload a video right now to YouTube sharing what you know. But you decide not to do that. You want to do it the other way around. You just want to create the content first because you're thinking about the transaction. Right? You need to think about the relationship. Okay? I want the transaction. That's how I build a, the business. But I'm more invested in the relationship. I'd rather have the relationship than the sale. Okay? Like one of my mentors say. I'd rather have the relationship with the client that it's going to be a future client for me in the future, then have the immediate sale. I don't want to get too deep into sales because you're probably going to <laughs> get scared away because this is another topic that a lot of uh, musicians uh, struggle with. They, they don't want to sell themselves. 
they don't want to sell their music, but they certainly don't want to sell themselves either as an expert in music either. So I, I, I've been there. I've dealt with a lot of this myself. I have dealt with, with musicians as we speak on self-esteem, on selling themselves short, on not really, you know, you know, just waking up in the morning and say, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking amazing. I, I have all this knowledge and I'm actually doing a disservice to others by not sharing it. So if you don't understand this, if you're not coming from a place of I need to share this knowledge with others, then you will never be successful. It's the same thing with this podcast. The knowledge that I have about business, I can't help myself but to put it in a microphone and record these podcast episodes. I just can't help myself. I need to do it. I need to share this with you. So if you're not fired up, if you don't have a burning desire inside of you to share it with others, then it's going to be very hard for you to, you know, to be motivated to do this. So I really, I really invite you to just go deep into, into your mind and your intentions. And yes, you want to build a business, but you have to think long term. And by thinking long term, the best way to do that is by starting today. Create a YouTube channel right now after this podcast. Hey, I'm a guitar teacher. Let me just create a YouTube uh, channel and upload my first lesson. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, it doesn't. Just allow yourself to learn. Allow yourself to make mistakes, all right? So let's recap very quickly for this episode exactly what, what have we talked before I go to the third pillar, to the last one, okay, of how to build a business, a music business online, all right? You need to be committed to teaching others. You need to be committed to become a thought leader in your industry, all right? What does that mean? What, what it means is that you need to be committed to the cause. You need to see yourself that it's your responsibility to put that knowledge that you have, like I was mentioning just quite, quite recently right now, out there into the world. It's your responsibility. It's so selfish of you to go online and consume content, learn everything for free, because you do. I know you do but you don't put it back on the internet. What is that all about, right? So you go on Instagram, you learn from others. You go on YouTube, you learn. You go on Google and you learn, you, you always type in stuff that you wanna learn about something, you know? You're always consuming all this free content. Every now and then you might pay for a course here and there or you pay for something. You probably buy a book about it, right? But in general, you're consuming all this content and here you are, with a lot of knowledge on your on your industry, on the thing that you like to do, but you're not sharing it with the world. How come? You know? I know it's a little bit philosophical. I know it's coming from a different place that you didn't expect it. You know, probably when you read the title of this podcast, you said that, great, Daniel's going to teach me how to put an online course and share it on social media and make money and go home. And that's it. <laughs> right? No. It's not like that. It's not like that, you know. That yet that's coming from a selfish mindset, scarcity mindset, right? You have a responsibility. So if you live in the online world, which you most likely do that, right? You live on your phone, and there's nothing worse than people that actually have a lot of knowledge. They consume stuff online. They're always checking what other people are doing, 
but they never put something themselves out there. They, they're too afraid to share. I'm not saying that you have to overshare about your personal life. I'm not saying that you have to share about what type of pizza you had last night. I'm saying about sharing the knowledge that you have, whether you are a guitar teacher, you know about music production, or like in my case, I know about music licensing, right? And now here I'm talking to you about online business. It's my responsibility to share everything that I know about online business because that's the way I feel. I feel a responsibility because I have learned so much. I have learned, like I said, from my mentor, Graham Cochran. I've learned so much. He's just one of many mentors, man. He's just one, right? But it's my responsibility to add my own spin to, to my journey, to, to my teaching, you know, because yes, I learned a lot from him, but I am doing things my way that has worked for me, right? Because I am not Graham. I am not Pat Flynn. I am certainly not Amy Porterfield. And I am certainly not, <laughs> you know what I mean, James Wetmore. And I'm just mentoring uh, online coaches, okay, that they're in the space. I am me. And I have my own story. And I understand online business. This is what I've been doing, right? For many, many years now. As a musician, composer, YouTuber, podcaster, stay-at-home dad. I'm still a stay-at-home dad, man, after all these years. My daughter's going to turn 13, <laughs> right? I haven't had a day job all these years. I've been unemployed for, for many, many years. All I know is working from home. All I know is doing what I'm doing today. This is it, right? This is what I do. So the things that I have learned, I put it out there. It's my duty to share it with you and say, hey, if you want to learn on how to build an online business, you need to start here. Do this, that's the next step. Do that, and then you will go here. If at any point you feel like this is something that you don't want to do, then you will identify that thing earlier on very quickly. But you need to be coachable. You need to be able to listen and follow certain steps. But most importantly, you need to go inwards and examine your intentions. Okay? To wrap it up very quickly, the three pillars of building a music knowledge business. All right? Pillar number one, you start sharing your knowledge for free on YouTube. Create content. Pillar number two, you are yourself. Get rid of the imposter syndromes. Others are doing the same thing better than you. It doesn't matter. You just do it. You do you. Okay? You create the content the way you want to create it. And, and put yourself out there. Okay? So you can get rid of that imposter syndrome. And pillar number three, which is you have a responsibility. The knowledge that you have, do not keep it to yourself. Put it out there. You already have that knowledge. You need to pass it down to somebody else so somebody else can learn from you. People want to learn. They just haven't found you yet because you're still in your head. Your content is not online. If you're not monetizing your content online, creating content in 2022, we're going for 2023 for crying out loud. If you're not doing that, what a, what are you thinking? This is what I tell everybody. You don't have content online. You're not monetizing your passion. It's 2023, almost 2023. When are you going to start? Right? The world is an online world, man. After 2020, the pandemic and COVID and all of this, we have seen what has happened. Right? We've seen how people 
have transitioned even deeper and deeper into the online world with Zoom calls, with you know online courses. Everything's online, man. But even prior to that, I built my business way before COVID, okay? And actually, in the years when COVID happened in 2020, I moved to my dream location. It was the best year in my, in my online business, you know? So you're going to see that if you're not jumping into this world, this industry of knowledge, okay, which is called the knowledge business because it's about selling the knowledge that you have. If you're not jumping now, what are you waiting for? I'm not saying that it's late. I'm just saying that what, what else do you need, right? Well, probably you need a podcast like this one. You need somebody like me to tell you that it is possible because if I can do it and I'm doing it as we speak, then you can do it too. I want to help you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you can get rid of your excuses. Go to danielcarrizales.com to learn more about how to monetize your passion, build an online business by teaching what you know, and I would love to help you out there. Okay? All the links are in the show notes for this uh, podcast episode and for my website. Subscribe to our newsletter as well to receive a weekly email on how to get started with your online business. So I can teach you everything about email marketing, promotion, for free, by the way. The newsletter is for free. Creating content is free. You don't need to spend any money in order to start your online business. The only thing that it will cost you is your energy and your time. Okay? If you're looking to be coached by me, okay, and if you would like to invest money on one-on-one coaching, then go to danielcarrizales.com where I will walk you through everything based on your personal situation on how to build a business from the ground up. You'll find all the information there on danielcarrizales.com. Thank you so much for all the love and support. It really means the world to me. Take a screenshot of this podcast episode wherever you listen to this on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, whatever, you know, just take a screenshot and leave us a review as well. Share it on social media. You can find me at Dalio Carrizales on Instagram and share it there with you, with me on your stories. It will help the podcast get, get to other people that would like to benefit from this uh, podcast episode. Thank you so much for all the love and support. And as always, rock and roll. And here's to your success. <laughs>